So on Monday, the Māori Affairs Select Committee will consider changes to the laws around Māori wards on local councils. And it seems extremely unlikely at this stage that the new proposal won't be supported and passed into law. Now, if so, it'll mean that any local councils that choose to establish Māori wards won't be able to scrap those Māori wards for at least two elections. At just two days, the submission period for the law change was unreasonably and unnecessarily short. But given how few people care enough about local body politics to actually vote in local body elections, it seems extraordinary there is much opposition to the law change itself. Except, of course, that this issue involves something Māori and the perception for some people that Māori might be getting special treatment. Of course, both of those points are 100% right. The issue does concern Māori, and Māori don't just deserve special treatment, but are contractually guaranteed a form of special treatment under the treaty. It's interesting, Martin Van Bainen wrote a really thoughtful piece last week in which he asserted that New Zealand is in the midst of a period of really significant change. And one of the central pieces of that change is the role of Māori governance and leadership in New Zealand's day-to-day affairs. Now, I'm not going to read you the whole piece, but I think Martin is absolutely right. I think he's 100% correct. Sometimes it can be hard to recognise the significance of a moment when you're in the middle of it, right? But chalk up Monday's select committee hearing as another little sign. We are in a moment of sorts. We're fortunate, I think, to live in a country that has been relatively assertive in at least trying to acknowledge and correct some of the wrongs of the past. And I speak as both a New Zealand and as an Australian citizen. When I compare the two countries, I'm proud that New Zealand is much more mature in recognising the complexity of its own history. The treaty settlement process is imperfect, but it is an earnest effort that I think benefits a majority of New Zealanders, Māori and Pākehā alike. And more and more, we are experimenting and embracing forms of Māori sovereignty in miniature. What do I mean by that? Well, um, take Whanau Order, for example, a programme promoting Māori health solutions for Māori families established by the last national government and supported and funded by the current government. Um, Rangatahi Courts, would be another example. They work kind of like youth courts in a way, except that sessions are held on local marae and follow Māori cultural processes. And honestly, has any Pākehā New Zealanders' life been drastically and disastrously affected by the establishment of Māori seats in our parliament? Of course not. I have little doubt the next head of Oranga Tamariki will be Māori, and increasingly those agencies that are responsible for trying to sort some of our worst societal problems, will seek to find Māori-led solutions for Māori communities. Of course, there's going to be scrutiny of this kind of leadership, right? There should be scrutiny. Absolutely, there should be scrutiny. Māori leadership, like all leadership, deserves scrutiny. But non-Māori have nothing to fear. Māori are not taking over. They are not climbing in our collective bathroom window, changing the law around Māori wards on local body councils 
won't even guarantee that every council will establish the wards in the first place. It'll merely remove an obviously discriminatory provision. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. It speaks to our values, and it's a sign of a maturing country.